listening to Creative and Curious, a weekly podcast made for creative seekers who are compelled to let your inner artist reign free. Here we explore the mystery of how creating makes us better humans and artists. I'm Marika, and welcome to today's Discoveries. today. Uh, today I want to share with you something that I've sort of happened upon accidentally. So I like to paint. Everybody knows that. But ever since all this pandemic started, I have changed my routines. And one of the things that has changed is that every evening, as my family sort of settles in for the evening, we watch something on TV. And I'm not a big TV watching person. But I do like spending time with my family and I do like being in the room and kind of knowing what they're thinking and what they're doing. So I sit in the living room with them and I brought my watercolors up into the living room sort of permanently right now. And every night, almost every night, I paint and I paint an intuitive painting. And it's kind of become a challenge for me to try to finish a painting or get it close to something that I would I'm okay with presenting and posting on Instagram uh, within a day. So I might finish it that night or I might wake up the next morning and have a little bit of renewed energy to kind of finish it off before I post it. Now I'm going to say I have about 28 paintings and I know I haven't been doing this for 28 days. I've probably been doing it for 30, 31 days and a few days I've sort of said, screw it. I don't feel like doing it today. So I'm not 100% consistent. And this is part of what I don't like about challenges. I don't like about like 100 day challenges and stuff like that is that I think that it's just too much pressure to do something every day, especially 100 days. And there are definitely times where I feel I just don't feel like it. And I feel a lot of it just feels like too much pressure and I just need to, to blow it off. And blowing it off feels a lot better than actually trying to do something. We can call it what it is. We can call it resistance. We can call it whatever. Um, but I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with uh, not having to do everything every day. Even when I work out, I don't work out every day. I allow myself to get a rest. It refreshes my muscles. It makes them stronger. Resting does. And I think that's true as well for when we're arting, that we need sometimes just a little break from what we're doing so we can gain some perspective. And so What I have noticed is on the days that I've sort of taken a break, I have a renewed sense of energy the next day because I am committed in some ways to making this work. And so I'm okay with the rest. And I think, you know, if you want to do a challenge yourself, if you want to see if you can paint consistently, I think also giving yourself some leeway to not be perfect is great because you're way more likely to keep doing it if you allow yourself a day or two of rest. Then if you're like, if I don't do 100 days in a row, then I have failed this challenge or 30 days or whatever it is, there needs to be some leeway. There's this wonderful chapter in in a book that I really love. Um, It's called The Book of Delights by Ross Gay. Wonderful book. I love this book so much. And what he did is he gave himself his own challenge. Every day he would write an essay or 
even smaller than an essay about some delight that he found that day. Sometimes these in the book, sometimes these delights are literally a paragraph, like really not that long. And then other times they are five or seven pages, not too long, beautifully written, really lovely stuff. And what I loved the most about this book, I I highly, highly recommend this book is that he doesn't go for the easy in the delights. He does talk about racism. He's a black man. And he talks about, you know, low income problems and um, being a black man in the world and prejudice and those kinds of things along the lines with delight. So it's a very thoughtful book and I really recommend it. And I think he would recommend doing something like that, like trying to find a delight every day. However, there is early on in his book, a chapter, a day in which his delight is blowing it off. (laughs) And he admits he gave himself a challenge to do this every day and he blew it off for a while. And there was a delight in that. And he was recognizing that there was a certain amount of delight and just like taking the pressure off and that that's was his motivating factor in some ways that he was enjoying that. And yet he came out, even though he did blow it off for, especially in the beginning, his book is truly a delightful book and it was well worth it. It, you know, like big picture, a couple of days, really not going to get in the way of the final output. Uh, if you stay consistent and, and motivated towards it. I say that first. So that's number one. The very first thing that I've learned is that it's absolutely okay to blow it off. I have not officially given myself a challenge because I don't, I don't know that I can actually paint every night, especially when this starts to lift and my kids get more busy and they have to go out and about, it'll be a lot harder for me to sit down and have this time in the evenings. And I've been doing so much development work otherwise that um, that it's become like the only consistent time that I can paint because I've been working on my website and putting online classes out there and stuff like that. So definitely the very first thing that I would say that I've learned is it's okay. It's okay if you don't do it every day, but going for in a percentage, like 90% or something like that, maybe that would help or doing your best, doing your best. And what I've been doing in this time painting is basically an intuitive painting approach, which which is a lot more difficult for people uh, who don't have some skill with watercolor. Watercolor is a more technical medium and, but it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful medium. It's just so much fun how it like plays in the water. And there's this element of just allowing the, the paint to just paint for you that I just love in the art making process that just, it really is soothing for me that I don't have to control everything when I do it. And yet at the same time, I'm also applying quite a bit of skill and uh, into the process too, even though, even though I'm allowing a lot of things to happen and I may not even know, I don't know what I'm painting when I start. And sometimes the decision is basically I'm going to paint with this color because that's the first color that's there, or that's the color that's mixed on my palette and we'll see where it goes. And sometimes it leads to very interesting color combinations that I like. And sometimes it leads to very interesting color combinations that I'm freaked out about and I don't like, and I'm trying to save myself. I'm kind of trying to paint backwards out of it so that maybe somehow I can like this. And I always say that most everything that I've painted, I've liked a little bit, not everything. And I have tried to remain true to actually posting it on Instagram in order to move on. As soon as I post it on Instagram, I've noticed one th- another thing that I've learned is that when I post it, it's finished. And then I can move on to the next painting. 
and the next painting might be better. And I might learn, even though if I don't like that painting, I might learn something about the process, about the colors that I want to introduce into the next painting. And so sometimes just moving on, like just moving on is a, is a great, is a great way to, um, to just work through different ideas, you know, in a lot of ways, this isn't really about creating like a finished piece of artwork as it is about fleshing out an idea um, about colors, about composition, what's working, what doesn't work, just allowing ideas to kind of uh, give ideas a chance to ripen under the, you know, under the processes of actually painting and then letting them go and then totally letting them go. So as we speak right now, I have a painting that I don't like, and I'm going to post it on, I'm going to post it on Instagram after I record this because I, I know I need to get past it. I really want to save it, but in terms of just keep planting through it. But right now that's really not what I'm doing. I think that's what I've decided is that this nightly painting session is not about finishing paintings. It's about playing with ideas, although definitely some finished paintings have come out of it, but that's not the point. It's about ideas and relaxing, finding some, um, calm in the night as well. It's all been really good for me. So in a lot of ways, there are sketches and I'm not sure what I'm going to do with them in the end. I might, I think some of them are worth going back and finishing. And then I think some of them are worth just saying, that's nice. We'll never do that again. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> um, and it's a way for me to explore myself and where I, and, and I think the other thing is, is just deciding in doing this, deciding kind of where I want to take this idea of intuitive painting of intuitive watercolors, which is just something that I continually do, um, where I want to take that next too. I think that's an important part of it. It also, I think the other thing that it does is it's been allowing me to get my creative wiggles out. It's, you know, I really see, I really see wellness and, and, and mental health is extremely important right now. And as everybody is saying, because this is such an unprecedented time and creativity, mastery, doing something is a really important part of the process of, of tending to your mental health, having a healthy body, taking care of yourself physically, eating well, exercising, getting out there and walking, uh, very important part of it, practicing some kind of mindfulness, some kind of, you know, meditation journaling, those kinds of things, really important for your mental health. And then the other piece is the creative mastery, the like really getting in and, and learning something. And so this practice of painting something, painting an intuitive painting every night is allowing me to get into my, my creativity and allowing me to, to really tend to my mental health and my wellness. And that's really what it's about right now. It's not about other things. It's not about like, do you like this? So that that's always really difficult for me to balance. I really do want people to like stuff. I'm really interested in what people are attracted to, but it's really not about that. Really, it's it's it fundamentally it's about my wellness, and it's about staying um, productive in this time. At this point, we're at about six weeks into all this. And I can look back at 28 watercolor paintings and a handful of acrylic paintings. And, and I can say that I've been reproductive and that's important to me. 
that's a legacy. That's a, there's this experimental quality into all the, in all the painting that I'm doing right now in terms of sort of trying to sort through the chaos and um, figure out my next direction and what I want, what I want in, into the future. Technically, it's been an amazing exploration of color combinations and different paper and even using pen. I've really allowed myself to move into different uh, parts of the watercolor process that I that I've sort of haven't allowed myself to explore into. I have a very favorite paper, which is 140 pound cold press arches. And it's just a really it's a delight for me to paint with. I have not been painting on that at all this whole time. I've been painting on different notebooks that I found that I've just had sitting around that have not been this high-end paper. And I'm learning a lot about how the watercolor actually responds to these papers and what I like about them and what I don't like about them and what kind of tricks I can do that maybe I couldn't do on the arches, which is actually really fun for me. And that's a real nuance of watercolor like it really really matters uh, what kind of paper you're painting on because when it's 140 pound arches it's absorbing the pigment and in a very specific way it's very hard for me to explain and then these other papers are absorbing them maybe not as completely and then most recently I've been painting on a multimedia paper that has like a vellum finish which means it's ultra smooth and I'm telling you watercolor is a totally new game on this kind of paper I didn't like it at first, did not like it at all at first, but I am definitely finding new and interesting ways to explore that and maybe coming out with some, you know, new approaches to watercolor because of it. And so, you know, again, getting into that space of I'm going to paint every night and also like explore things that maybe I wasn't going to anymore. I'm going to get out of the box has, uh, has really got me thinking about something. And I don't usually add pen to my paintings like ever, but I am now I'm adding pen. When I look at a painting, I will get out one of my black pens and I'll add detail to it. And I've even added words like really tiny little words. I really like that idea of like embedding small words into these paintings and experimenting with that idea and scribbles and those kinds of things. These are all different ways that I have uh, broken through uh, watercolor. They seem little, but I really think that like these little changes, these little tweaks can also be so revolutionary. Like you don't necessarily have to like totally change your medium to, to push your style into a new direction. You can just add something or change one element, try a new color and suddenly the world's different. It's, it's kind of an amazing it, it makes the possibilities endless when you think of it that way. Just change one thing. I'm still very much struggling with what success is in this process, but trying to keep a very open mind to the fact that it's not always going to be perfect. Like I said, that these are sketches that I'm experimenting and I'm going to go back and probably pick out my favorites and probably start to elaborate on these ideas, which is a new way for me to explore art. It's completely new for me to be that deliberate and intentional. I'm excited about that. I'm excited that I'm giving myself so much space to just really, really explore. And then I'm excited about whittling that down into the things that work and the things that don't work and really infusing that in my process. 
And part of that is I'm learning about my style and what I like and what I don't like, what I'm good at and where I can grow. These are really important parts of my creative process. And it's, uh, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting road in terms of, in terms of learning that, like, I don't like specific colors. I really don't like cerulean blue with a orange, <laughs> with a, with a quinacridone orange or gold. That's what it is. I've learned that this, this last night that the color scheme I was choosing just sucked. I just don't like it. It just totally reminds me of like old art. Like I don't, it must be eighties. I don't know. There's something about this color scheme that just really, really bothers me. So I'm not going to do it anymore. If it bothers me, I can't work with it. What I find I'm doing is trying to just fix the color scheme, not even fix the painting, just fix the color scheme. And I am, uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm getting good enough at watercolor that I can invite change. I can invite the unknown into the process. I can do things and be like, I don't know what's going to happen, but see what happens. And I can figure out how to make that work. And that's an exciting place to be in as well. And I'm also learning that I can layer colors in new ways and invite more organic shapes into what I'm doing, which I already do a lot of organic shapes. So it's interesting for me to say that the next level in the challenge is now to focus that down and to take again, what I'm good at and what's working and really starting to play with those things. And I'm right. It's kind of like you're, you know, this I'm, I'm throwing a whole bunch of stuff into the atmosphere, seeing what happens. And then I get to sit back and kind of assess it and figure out what's working, what's not working and where I want to take it. So I have another work, another notebook that I'm working with. I think I have like four or five more paintings I'm going to do. They'll push me over what, like 30, 33, 35 paintings that I'll have done. And, and then maybe I'll, maybe I'll keep going or maybe I'll start to just really get intentional. And by the way, these sessions run, I might paint for an hour to two and then maybe in the morning for another hour. So it's about an hour to three hours of painting with watercolor on the couch in my living room. And it's been taking me to all these wonderful places. And I think it's worth like seeing what you can do. Like what, what time do you have? What time do you have that you can set aside and just do something without outcome? You know, I talked that one time about the difference between crafting and arting. Like crafting is also very outcome oriented. What if you just like play around with what you know in, in whatever it is you have? Like it's kind of like riffing. It's kind of like um, improv uh, if you're an, a musician and just, you know, seeing where it takes you and seeing what works. And bring that into the moment. Bring that into the moment and give yourself, you know, 20 minutes, an hour, a night. See what you can do in that time. If you can give it more, give it more. I mean, everybody's saying we're supposed to have more time than we've ever had right now. I don't know if that's true. I'm not, I don't feel like that at all. Um, I feel like I have this time because, because my kids are settled down, you know, and then just let it be. See each painting as part of a smaller piece in a very much larger puzzle. Not every one of them is going to become a brilliant piece of art, but every one of them is going to teach you something. And 
including what the delight of blowing it off. And you can actually create something kind of amazing out of it. Like Ross Gay's book, Book of Delights. Every single one of his essays is a book of delights, but there's not 365. Uh, He picked the best delights. And I think that's the way to go. I totally think that's the way to go. So I would love for you to check it out on Instagram. You'll totally notice there are tons of little watercolors um, posted right now. And I would love to see if you're going to uh, attempt to do this. Try something every night, see what happens or every morning, whatever works for you and see what happens and see where it can take you, see what you can learn. spending this time with me and for spreading the word about creative and curious. You can find me here every Thursday with new thoughts and insights on creativity, curiosity, and life. Tell me what you think. Please email me your comments and questions at marika at marikarenke.com. And if you feel inclined, leave a review. They really do mean the world to me and they'll help this podcast reach people just like you. And the best thing that you can do Keep creating. Thanks again.